You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium and Gale. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And I'm sorry. Same corner, same time. It's mm. National Portal Day, man. 12-5 is here. Uh, a lot of good vibrations going on with the portal. Some exits, some entrances. Mm. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? It's more exciting than the uh, National Signing Day now. Yeah, <laughs> sure. For sure. I mean, there's what, Nick, you were saying you think that there's probably over a thousand people already in the portal? Yeah, there were like 700 at 1130. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. you know, four hours ago. So yeah, yeah, I think we're up, uh, I think we're up to uh, over a thousand. Yeah, and I think that you're going to see a lot of players, uh, you know, moving in shape. I think you're going to get some, um, some quick hits, you know, probably some decisions this week, next couple of days. Right. And then what do you guys think it'll do? You think it'll slow down? Do you think you'll get a lot more names? Do you think everybody's going to enter today? Do you think some people wait to see who their competition is? What are your what are your thoughts? Uh, I think the original it's like Black Friday. Uh, so the original push is going to be huge. Uh, and, you know, I think as as things settle down, some players are going to see what depth charts kind of uh, settle. Um, some players are going to get on rosters. That that make players leave, you know, it's gonna be a lot of acquisitions and a lot of moves. But no, I don't think it's gonna stop. Uh, this entire window should be pretty busy. Um, them putting it into a window made it more uh, intense, I think. Yeah, um, couple that with this forty-five day window also having um, signing day in it. Mm. Um, wanting to get on a roster, you know, before, uh, you know teams because i think i think we call it early signing day but i think it's, it's really just signing day now like mm-hmm. most kids will be signed uh you know in this first signing period so uh there's an emphasis on getting to a team uh you want to get there before spring ball um so you have to get enrolled um right. and then you're battling you know uh how many spots do they have left at my position and you know what does that signing class look like so i think you're going to see some kids um not to call it tampering, of course not, allegedly. Um, but I think you'll see some guys who are out of the portal tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, in today, out tomorrow. Found Sometimes you just know what you want, Nick. You know, you know it's uh, um, love at first sight. Uh, yep. Definitely definitely no uh, DMs or texts uh, during a non- uh, I'm interested to see uh, what, what, who actually takes visits, though, because I do think some of these FCS kids, a lot of these kids that are Power 5 or, or that were big-time recruits already seen some of these campuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, or have previous relationships. So I'm interested interested to see um, – you got the, the Kyle Murlock. Okay, we'll get into all the recruits, but the, the D2 kids, the FCS kids, I want to see if they take visits and what their process look, process look like, you know? Yeah. Um, well, let's get into um, – let's get into a few things. Let's we'll, – we'll, obviously, the bulk of our discussion today will be transfer portal. Did you guys have a good weekend? Because we historically always talk about that. So it's here Monday afternoon. Nick? How's your weekend? What'd you do? Um, good weekend. Didn't have any uh, game to cover, so I just got to watch games, which is mm. nice. 
You just scroll the channel looking at uh, scroll the TV looking at punters all day, huh? Mm. As one as one does. As one does. <laughs> so, what about you, buddy? It was Art Basel weekend, man. So I was oh, down yeah. in Miami kicking it. Uh, I had a great time, though. I love I love being down amongst like a lot of creators and there's a lot of you know artists, producers. There's a lot of fashion shows. You know, went to a couple concerts. Got to see Currency for the fourth time this year. Mm. Um, but also saw Jada Kiss, who was you know top five dead dead of alive, but also top five on my uh, uh, rappers to see list. So I got to see him live. Still want to see Styles P. Um, Smoke Dizzle was there as well. Got to meet those guys. You know, a um, little meet and greet post concert. So uh, artsy vibes down in Art Basel, man. Good good times. Is Art Art Basel's multiple weekends, right? Or is it just no? It's just one weekend. Just one weekend. Correct. Yeah, we're. I want to go, um, you know, this year it was just the timing of it, um, you know, with the holidays and everything else. So really want to try to make that um, happen next year. I uh, had a couple of friends that were down there beside you. Everything looked incredible. looked really, uh, really fun. So definitely on my uh, to-do list before it gets a little too commercialized because I know each and every year sure. it grows. And uh, yeah. as it grows, it kind of changes. Uh, it's uh uh, it's nature, but Silk, did you participate? I don't know if you saw it, but there was a ATM where you swiped your uh, your debit card and then took a picture right, right, of you right. and put you up on a leaderboard. Did I you seen that shit? Did I, you participate? I, I, I made sure I stayed clear <laughs> of that that whole that whole uh, facility. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm not <laughs> Miami, bro. The money was out. That's right. one thing about Miami, bro. Um, the crypto bros wasn't as heavy this year as it was the last two years. So, you know. Well, I understand, uh, <laughs> understand why. So the crypto bros wasn't down there. But I don't know if the crypto bros could afford uh, our base this year. Yeah. Well, they need security and like uh, <laughs> a hideout. Witness protection <laughs> is what uh, most of these crypto boys need these days. But uh, it, it was too much money in the city, man. Ferraris everywhere, Lambos everywhere, Rafes. So mm. I wasn't going by the machine uh, to swipe my card to embarrass me and the set. You know, can't let the set down. I understand, man. All right, well, let's get started, boys. I, as always, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Alan Horn and Alan Horn Insurance, a state farm company. I'll give him a call, 706-692-2888. Again, Alan Horn uh, at 706-692-2888. Uh, you can visit him at allenhorninsurance.com if you are looking for life insurance car insurance, home insurance, business insurance, uh, retirement planning, whatever that might be. Alan Horn Insurance, 706-692-2888. All right, gentlemen, it is uh, unfortunate that we have to lead uh, with this news. Um, this came out on uh, Wednesday, um, but... Uh, backup quarterback Jalen Kitna, uh, who is expected to play in the bowl game, uh, has uh, was arrested on Wednesday at, or I guess Wednesday morning, early afternoon uh, in Chase or in pardon me is uh, uh, has five child pornography charges that were um, filed against him. Um, he could not. Uh, he was. I'm going to run through this story briefly. Sorry, just make sure that I get all my facts straight. So. Um, he was arrested on Wednesday, charged with five counts of uh, intent to distribute or distributing uh, child pornography. Um, 
he has been released from jail on December 1st. Jalen Kitna, uh, it was ruled, could not have access to uh, the internet uh, during his time of probation. Um, but this was all done as a part of an issue from a tip uh, that the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children received on June 23rd, 2022. Um, obviously, a, a terribly sad, uh, terribly disturbing incident. Uh, and Jalen Kitna was subsequently uh, released from the program um, on Thursday. Uh, gentlemen, uh, any additional uh, thoughts or commentary uh, on the Jalen Kitna matter? Um, having read the um, police report, um, pretty disturbing. Um, I have no sympathy for him. Mm -hmm. I think from talking to people, I think um, it, it's a sickness. Like, I don't know if this is like a, a choice that you make, like you actively mm -hmm. choose to be a pedophile. I think it's brain chemistry, um, but no sympathy uh, for him. There's no place for that uh, at Florida or, or really in society. Um, mm -hmm. So um, just prayers to the family. Um, they're going through a tough time and um yeah, I, I don't really have anything nice to say, uh, so I'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, wow, wow, like shocking news. It's never a dull moment with Florida quarterbacks, bro. It's just never, it's never ending, man. From Will Greer, you just go, just, it's always some drama. Uh, we just mm -hmm. had the Marcus Stokes situation as well. So uh, when I seen that, it was just like you know, like you just shocked for a little minute, and then you, once you get the rest of the the, the, the news and the information. It just gets a little bit more, you know, dark. Um, mm -hmm. But just, just, just tough, tough situation, man. For for everybody involved, uh, the players on the team, um, it's relationships there. You know, the staff as well. I'm pretty sure they was caught off guard by this. So, uh, just was crazily shocked. Um, and the University of Florida, I think, did the, the right move with the dismissal and, and mm -hmm. moving forward and everything. Um, I know some people will be wanting these institutions to move on their speed but um there's a there's a legal speed that they move on and i thought everything was handled appropriately absolutely um he was released on eighty thousand dollars bond um according to his attorneys he is out of state he is still a uf student will be uh completing his coursework at the end of december uh that process um i don't think it's uf turning a blind eye to it as a university i just know that there's a process in place for them to expel a student um he could face up to ten dollars in fines and 30 years in prison i think for for his um for his case or for his charges it's only like 16 months um because they were second and third degree felonies okay sorry this article had it listed incorrectly though um so i appreciate that nick um but uh, still the the opportunity what's the, what's, and what's the likelihood on, the, of jail time what's the you say it's only like 16 18 months for that uh, well, that's that's the mandatory minimum. Um, the judge can use their discretion, um, and you can get a lot more. Um, I'm just curious. I, I didn't know. Yeah, you, I mean, the, the judge will take things into consideration. He's 19 years old, uh, mm -hmm. no priors, comes from a good family, uh, what his future looks like, uh, remorse, take a bunch of things into consideration. But I think the min mandatory minimum would be 16 months. Um and um, it could be more. 
Yeah, this says up to 45, 45 years in prison and $35,000 worth of fines are all potentials. Um, I do think that there are mandatory minimums uh, and things of that nature if you are found guilty. Uh, well, certainly we want to make sure that we are being accurate with all of that information uh, as well. So as more things come out, we will certainly uh, touch base on it. But uh, Jalen Kitna is no longer a member of the University of Florida football program. Um and so, not to change subjects too broadly or too quickly, um, with that news, Jalen Kittner was expected uh, to be the starting quarterback uh, for the Gators game against Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on December the 17th. Uh, with uh, the news that Anthony Richardson uh, would likely be going pro. It has since been announced. Um, let's get a little bit into this game against Oregon State, uh, and then we'll get into the transfer portal and everything else because that is why everybody is listening today. So, Nick, uh, give us the down and dirty. Are you heading out to Sin City, my friend? I am. I am. Um, the R Miami Dolphins, despite uh, Sunday's game. Um, mm hmm Got flexed to the Sunday night game, which means the Raiders play earlier, which means it's a, another Brunch Boys special uh, with an 11.30 a.m. local kickoff um, in Sin City. So I need to make sure uh, I'm in bed at a reasonable hour on the 16th. Where hmm. are you going to be staying, Nick? I've got some no. ideas for you. Yeah, well, you know, when, when the company's paying, um, you stay wherever the company pays. Well, that's the nice part about Vegas is you can go relatively inexpensively. Uh, the hotels there aren't astronomical. Um, now, certainly you could. Not this time um, of the year anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know that you're used to the penthouses at the Bellagio, Nick, and everything else. But, uh, you know, maybe a stay at Resorts World or Paris will be up your alley this, this go around. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hook you up. I've got a promoter friend out there. We can get you to a pool party on Sunday. It's, it's going to be 50 degrees oh, yeah. during the day. Hmm. Well, we can get you so, to the nightclub at night. We can nah, go, uh, you go see Tiesto maybe or Zed. Uh, um, Calvin Dan, Dan, Dan's got me at the Parker pool party. You know what? Hey, I might well, just. Ray Ross has a residency out there, man. Check out yeah, Ross's yeah, song. Yeah. You know, or David Copperfield's more up your alley. I don't really know, Nick. I'll Where you at I'll with be, it, Dan? You pulling up I'll at Vegas? Table. I'm not. I'm not pulling up in Vegas, no. I respect that decision. Listen, um, it's, it's part of my job to promote the game. I don't know who the hell is playing for Florida. Uh, it's 11.30. I thought maybe um, some guys would stick around because it's the 17th, which means you get a trip to Vegas, which sucks if you're not 21. You can't do anything in Vegas. Mm. They're really strict. These kids make them um, enough money to go to Vegas on their own these days. Yeah, but, very strict, yeah. But, but, you, but you get to go out, and, and then you get to go home for Christmas. And then that's not the case. So it's like <laughs> it's like the – it's like the opening scene in, in Major League when they're going around Cleveland and they're like, who the hell are these guys? Um, I don't know who's playing for Florida. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much about Oregon State. I need to, <laughs> I need to continue doing that research. Uh, I'm not super excited for this game other than uh, getting the chance to go out to Vegas. Who do you think Del Rio's cheering for? Uh, I don't think Luke uh, has much fondness for Florida. Or Florida fans. So I think he's cheering for Oregon State. Yeah. Makes sense. Nick, is the game at Allegiant Stadium or is that UNLV Stadium? Allegiant. Allegiant Stadium. It was that's, uh, that's they, worthwhile going to then. Yeah, <laughs> knock knock another uh stadium. That looks like the, the Death Star out there. It does. Um 
It's right next to what? The MGM? No, uh, the MGM is down a little bit. It is right across the street from this. will come to me here in a second. Mandalay, uh, Bay. A, a Mandalay Bay. There is a walkway from Mandalay Bay uh, under the highway right into Allegiant Stadium. So that could be the vibes for you. Under the highway? Under oh. the highway. Is that walkway under the highway? Yeah. It was under and then right into Allegiant. So you can stay at the MGM. You can stay at Cesar Palace. Uh, there's a lot of places you could stay. Hey, man, go to Flamingo. Check out Dre's. Uh, they should have some fire concerts, man. That's the only thing because you're not going to see a good football game, Nick. Mm. Uh, so go out there and enjoy the city. Uh, you know, shout out to D-Mill. He's out there. Hit him up. You know, try to, you know, do check your out 13th Twitter. Planet. 13th Planet. I heard they got mid out there at 13th Planet. I don't know, Dan. I dance for all I know is the last the last time that I went. Nice name, man. I like it. It was nuts. That place is like a Costco. There are seventy five registers. There Mm. is anything that you could possibly imagine. Go check it out. Mid by the bundles. Mid by the bundles. (laughs) But it's the experience. So everything's lit up. Nice little glass cases and everything. But anyway, um, so Nick, we will discuss a little bit more. We'll do our Oregon state research. I would imagine based on our interest in the game, it will be very comprehensive before (laughs) next week's show. Uh, Let's get into transfer portal talk, but as always, let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at home field apparel. They appreciate it. We appreciate you guys using the promo code for black Friday, but if you are looking for about 20, uh, retro University of Florida athletic uh, t-shirts, hoodies, or sweaters. Go check out homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale. Get 15% off of your order. Uh, you will impress whoever you're buying gifts for this holiday season. So go visit them, homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Stadium and Gale at checkout. All right, boys, we have some announcements uh, of folks that are going pro, and then we certainly have an announcement of a lot of players that are heading into the transfer portal. So with that being said, uh, the biggest announcement thus far is quarterback Anthony Richardson and offensive lineman uh, Osiris Torrance have announced that they will be heading to the NFL, both projected to be Early round draft picks, Anthony Richardson likely in the first round, and Osiris Torrance somewhere between the first and second round, although Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay both have him ranked as their number one guard. Uh, number nine, defensive tackle, uh, Gervon Dexter also announced that he was going to be heading to the NFL early, and I believe that was all three that have announced they're going pro. Is that right, Nick? Am I missing anybody? Yeah, Dexter, Torrance, Richardson. Yep. Um, uh, uh, shoot, what's his Jordan. name? Brent, Brenton Cox. Oh, yeah, Shorter. Brenton Cox, yep, announced earlier in the season, and then Justin Shorter announced that he would be foregoing his last year uh, to go into the draft as well, uh, none of which are a surprise. Those are the three names, and if you include Justin Shorter, I don't think very many people expected him back for a sixth year, and then Brenton Cox certainly wasn't left with much alternative to come back to the University of Florida. Uh, Anthony Richardson, obviously the name that is probably probably the most polarizing amongst Gator fans, uh, but absolutely makes sense. Expected first round draft pick, uh, multimillionaire the second he signs that dotted line. But uh, any thoughts on those that are heading to the NFL? So 
Uh, expected, expected most of these guys. Nobody surprised me. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we spoke about it on these shows, this, this show all throughout the year that we, we expect Gervon to leave. Um, Anthony Richardson, you know, like, there's just so much, so many reports coming out from NFL. Like, you know, it's all rumors, but um, there's like four or five teams looking to, to draft a quarterback in the top 10. It just makes a lot of sense. It's a down year for quarterbacks. Uh, and it's just, you know, the opportunity for him to put on for this logo as well. It's going to be a good thing for Billy Napier, uh, regardless of how, how uh, uh, your opinion, what, what your opinion is on Anthony Richardson's season. Uh, this is a good look for Florida. This is a good look for Billy Napier to get a first round quarterback under his belt year one. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he doesn't have a, a resume as far as quarterbacks and putting them into the league before this job. So um, I think this, this is going to take his quarterback recruiting up another notch and it's already really good. Uh, so just like that for the quarterback position, like it for Anthony Richardson, I think he's going to be a, a good pro. I think he's going to be in the NFL a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of everybody's opinions, I think the NFL is going to give him time to develop and mature like they did Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those guys with more of a, a high ceiling than right now uh, talent and right now film and production. Um, I think he fits that similar mode. I think he's going to be fine in the NFL. He's just got to get reps. Kid hasn't been playing quarterback a long time. Um, Torrance is just, you know, you, have to you just it. can't. You got to go, man. Um, and and it's just his <laughs> numbers every time they're tweeted out, bro. This just sound like unbelievable, un unachievable type stats, bro. So uh, it just made sense for him to leave. And everybody else could, could I think, make rosters. Get I don't think any of these guys go undrafted, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's usually the thing. When people exit early, we're always concerned about them actually getting drafted or going uh undrafted free agent route so i think all these guys get drafted um yeah they're all gonna get drafted um another one i think potentially could leave for the nfl would be ricky pearsall um i just don't know what another year in college does for him like i think right. he is i think he is what he is like he, he he's mm -hmm. an nfl player there's there's a team that'll look at him and say, hey, that's Cooper Cup, that's Wes Welker, that's our that's our slot guy. He can play on special teams for us. Um, I, I don't know that he improves his draft stock significantly by coming back another year. So he's one that's uh, uh, on my radar in terms of guys looking at that could also declare. Um, we'll see though. Um, Ar, you gotta, get, you gotta get a quarterback for me to come back from Pearsall, right? Like, yeah. Listen, he, Ricky might Ricky might hit the practice field Thursday and look around and go, "Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm out, bro. I'm this, bro." I mean, he could. Yeah. He Vegas has is a, nice, man. So I go out here to Vegas and enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, How, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm he's over twenty one. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the game. Um, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy Cesar's Pala. Palache, yeah. Palache? See if his uh, see if his beeper works. Um, Nick, how when <laughs> when do you have to decide about the NFL? It's in January, right? Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Yeah, so he's got plenty of time. So I would imagine that there's a lot of wait and see for Ricky Pearsall. I mean, I don't know where Ricky Pearsall projects, right? I don't see a lot of him on I think he's a fourth draft or fifth buzz. Round pick, like, I, I don't even know if I see that. I mean, do you? Do you really see a fourth or fifth round pick? I mean, other than you naming so. a slot just white wide receiver. Just, yeah, slot white wide receivers or a premium. <laughs> um, you know, just saying? say I skill position. Very... Just say skill white skill position players. 
no slot in particular. You know, yeah, uh, I think he's particular. talented. I don't think I think he could play in the NFL a long time as well. I'm with he, I'm with he Nick. fills a lot. Of, he fills a lot of roster spots for you. He can return punts. He can return kicks. You can put him on all your special teams. Um, but and he can play in the slot. Here's the thing. So if you're Ricky Pearsall and, and you, say you are getting grades from the NFL that says six round, uh, mm. but the, but the, the 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 NIL bread is clearly like could be matched, right? That's not hard mm. money these days to match. On for one year so it may be some money that could bring him back like, like financial financially it could make sense for him to come back if he's yeah. maybe a late late drafty and yeah. possibly an undrafted free agent that's wild times yeah. i yeah. i just i don't even know i think <laughs> that you might even be able to get him more money him coming back than if he were to go to the nfl um and, and i say that because all of my research that I've done on the NFL draft this year, I have not seen one place mention Ricky Pearsall's name. Yeah, don't know about Ricky yet, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, me, I, but in my, my, my issue I think that I have is like, yes, he is. You, you saw some productivity out of him. He's not exceptionally fast. He's not exceptionally like sure-handed. He's not he, – he's good. I just – Nick makes a good point. Like what does he get coming back? I, I don't know. He could get injured and, and he could be going to work for Alan Horn after he graduates selling insurance. I don't know, but he could also no come back, game. sure himself up, get some additional training and coaching. And if he can get a quarterback, that's going to sling the rock a little bit more, maybe the opportunity for him to catch some eyeballs is there. Uh, I just don't know if I see uh, Ricky Pearsall going to the NFL, unless he's really looking to just get out or doesn't have a quarterback. Right. Yeah, because if, if Max Brown's throwing me the rock, like I'm just gonna go probably to the NFL or yeah, exit yeah, yeah, might <laughs> <laughs> exit myself into a transfer portal. And um, I could be a game changer there because if you are, like you said, a six round pick, like you, first off, there's no guarantee we even make a roster. Um, so you're guaranteed to be on the roster at Florida if you're Ricky Pearsall, and if you're getting a six figure uh, NIO deal. You're gonna make more money at Florida than you would as a sixth round pick for the Rams. Right. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go to the Rams. They already have Cooper Cup. Yeah, but he's on the IR, Nick. You just never know. Not next year. Maybe you can go you to get, the Dolphins. You get Cooper Cup on a rookie salary, man. They really on a sixth on a sixth round rookie salary. Mm. No, I think he's a solid slot receiver, bro. You think he? Yeah. I think he runs good routes. I think, uh, you know, we seen him take the lid off versus Florida State. He could do he could do some deep stuff. Uh, and he's he was productive at Arizona State. So mm-hmm. um, it, there's a lot of uh, correlation between leagues. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's translating. Um, not not mad at whatever decision he makes. I get it. You know, I don't think he can make a bad decision right here. But I think he comes back. Yeah, yeah. I, I just um, don't, I just be, don't know if I see it. The other guys, um, I think Osiris probably had to be told to leave. Like he's just kind of got like he's happy mm-hmm. where his feet are. Um, I don't want to pay. He say he's coming back. I, I, mean, I, I, I think I, I think like Rob. I think like Rob Sale and Billy just like went to Osiris's house and like packed his stuff for him. It was like, yeah. hey man, you you we're not allowing you to come back. Like you're gonna go. You're gonna be a it's top awesome. forty pick. <laughs> yeah, just he's gonna get himself it, a brick. Yeah, yeah, he should Big get a brick. brick. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be the first since Kyle Pitts. I mean, that's incredible too, because he came in with very high expectations, right? I mean, he was a guy that when he came to UF was expected, Hey, this guy's going to be the guy to solidify our offensive line. And I think he like even beat expectations, right? I mean, that's, 
we can say all we want about making the jump from, you know, University of Louisiana to Florida. And obviously saw Montreal Johnson do it well, and you saw him do it well. Uh, but he beat all expectations. I mean, zero penalties, zero sacks allowed in the entire season is, I mean, that's the best guard work that we've seen since since the pounces, right? I mean, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, shit, I don't even know if it's better, you know? Who knows? He, yeah, uh, I think I think if you're just looking at it on just the, the paper, uh, outside of the winning national championships and all that, like the pounces are like goaded mm-hmm. forever for that type of stuff. But if you're looking at just like per production and, and you know, PFF and all that stuff, it's going to be hard to find somebody that grades out better than uh, his one year here in mm-hmm. any one single year. Yeah, he um, – I mean, he literally weighed over 400 pounds in high school and just started playing football to try to lose weight and almost quit because it was too hard to lose weight. Can you um, pass that, that that diet plan over to uh, 21? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what a story. I mean, literally just used football as a diet plan and is going to be an All-American – no, I was going to um, use it as a retirement plan. Boom. Look at Dan. Like a, That's from a diet plan to a retirement plan. Bars. I just wrote his autobiography for him. And bars, Dan, man. Dan's Get you a show with currency. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Gervon, I don't think Gervon ever, I don't know what would have caused Gervon to, to stay at Florida for four years. Like the time, from literally, the time he stepped foot on campus, there was a three year timer. He was gone. Um, Anthony Richardson, I think, I, I don't know if I could have been any louder saying he was going to leave and some people were like you know what uh, what'd you say silk like the giggle emojis don't change like where he's that, drafted. that's not gonna change the, the nfl gm's minds and the scouts minds because you got <laughs> uh funny memes and, and, and giggle <laughs> emojis you know they still see the potential they still see the crazy flick of the wrist and in, in the wild throws and and to be honest there's a lot of ego in the nfl and they think they smarter than billy they mm-hmm. think they smarter than o'hara so they, they're not caring about the, the lack of, 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 you know, the things we see that he's missing out on. They also know the lack of reps and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, none of that changes the skill set, man. Uh, and, and that's what we've seen all year. Is, and we talked about it, but our fans are our fans, bro. I get it. He, uh, I mean, we wanted, Cam, so we wanted Cam Newton. I'm sorry, Nick, but we wanted Cam Newton. That's not what we got, but the kid's still very talented. I mean, there's so much of what he possesses you can't teach. Um, the size, speed. Um, do I think, you know, one of the scouts I talked to said if, if he comes back next year, he could be the second quarterback taken after Caleb Williams. Um, but like, you're not playing Madden, you can't turn injuries off. Um, right. And when you're 6'4, 240, no one's squaring up with you. Every time you're going to be tackled, someone's diving at your knees, your ankles. Um, and the refs aren't protecting them, protecting them no. either. Like no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's not like bias or anything. It's like it, it happens with bigger quarterbacks or it happens like mm-hmm. with, with like LeBron or like Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff that when Shaq was in the paint that he would get hit with and they wouldn't right. call right. It would be a technical foul on other people. And mm-hmm. it's just like, no, you're bigger than them. So it's not, it's like, well, no, you got to call it the same way. It doesn't matter if I'm bigger or not. But you know, there's times where AR would get hit and I'm like, damn, if that was Tom Brady, someone would be going to prison. Someone yeah, would be sent to Guantanamo Bay for that. And there's definitely a likelihood that Florida's offense, you know, especially on the offensive line, could be a little bit worse than, than this past year. Uh, I'm not saying that it's going to be demonstrably worse, but, you know, I don't think Anthony Richardson really gains a lot 
from coming back, I mean, it's a few million dollars probably, but if he has a chance to go to the right opportunity, you know, that second contract and that third contract and fourth contracts, what you play for anyway. Um, you know, I certainly wish him the best of luck. He's going to test off the charts. Uh, you know, certainly sure. understand why he's doing it. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, he was a guy that proudly wore the Gator uniform, uh, was an, an upstanding gentleman to the community, uh, to the university and to the team. Um, and certainly that's all you can, you can ask for out of somebody is for somebody to give you their, their energy and effort for three years. And, and he did that and more. So certainly you know, the, the best of luck to him, uh, you know, I think there will always be question marks of what could have been with Anthony Richardson and what could have been with Gervon Dexter, but certainly both have the opportunity to go make generational wealth for them and their families uh, in this upcoming draft. Uh, so, gentlemen, lots of names in the portal. Lots of names. So I uh, started uh, a while ago with Josh Braun, Marco Ortiz, Kamar Wilcox, and Trent Whittemore, Nick Elksness. Uh, Griffin McDowell, Dewan Black. Those are all names that we've mentioned before uh, today. Since last week, Avery Helm, Dejon Reynolds, Lorenzo Lingard, Naquan Wright, Donovan McMillan, Corey Collier, and David Reese and Yosef Mugerbell have all announced that they will be in the transfer portal. Um, you, where do you guys want to start? This is a – what do you think are, are some of the bigger losses uh, from that, that list? Or is there any names that surprise you? Um, no. The only one that I was a little caught off guard by today was Chief Borders. Thought that he would oh, stay. Borders, yeah. um, Don McMillan, they wanted to move him to linebacker. Um, I don't know if he's – SEC safety fast, but I also have seen undersized linebackers at Florida take three, four, five, six, seven, nine, 12 years to develop. Um, so I don't think that's in his best interest to be the next undersized linebacker project at Florida. So he made the best decision for himself. Um, I guess the one that surprised me was Chief. I thought he was just happy to be here. Might get some more playing time next year. Yeah, I don't think it was his decision <laughs> to be real because yeah. he is happy to be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like I, I don't mind when players are a little mad about riding the bench, man. I'm just gonna keep it 100 with you, man. Chief was just comfortable, bro. He's vibing. Yes, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, were you guys surprised at all? Um, I know Dejon Reynolds got, um, you know, he had a great game against Vanderbilt. Um, had a couple targets against. <clears throat> pardon me, against FSU. He announced that he would be entering the portal. Um, he was a little upset. The fans were upset that he was leaving. Um, but was that a name that, that caught either of you uh, by surprise? Nick, you probably knew beforehand. So, but yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised um, about um, and Jalen leaving. Just I, th I thought. So I heard Dejan was going to leave. You know, uh, six weeks, seven, almost two months ago. Um, but then thought maybe with the last the, the reps he got in the last two, three games, okay, maybe he sees a vision. Um, but, I mean, this is a kid from Illinois, uh, then moved to Georgia, uh, mm. wasn't getting playing time until, you know, a bunch of injuries happened. So I get right. it. Mm. 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, too shocked by by Deja and Reynolds. Um, some, kind of the same thoughts that Nick had. Like I thought mm-hmm. maybe the production could probably keep him. The late production could keep him around, but um, just from a like just from my my perspective, it just he, I don't think he's a bad receiver, but just not a lot of speed there. Uh, we're missing some speed at a position. Um, there's a lot of speed coming in. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to acquire a lot of speed out of the portal. The, the recruiting class is already loaded with speed, but I think this 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 the receiver room at University of Florida has not looked like the receiver room we're used to in, in a little while now. Um, mm-hmm. So complete flip. I'm not I'm not surprised, but I think more receivers are on the way. Uh, I think we got uh, my man out of Cluston, out of the Monk West, and I think he ends up in the portal as well. Uh, just, just my yeah. opinion, but it's not a lot of production there, not a lot of tick, mm-hmm. um, even with all the injuries. So, wouldn't be shocked if he if he adds to that list. Uh, yeah, no, I just that, I'd go, go as ahead. far as saying it, it expected. Yeah, well, no, how, I mean, many, how many are we at right now? What's the solid number? Can we have a count? We have um, of people that have left. I think it's twenty. Five, More than twenty. Six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We're at at least 22. 22, I like it. At least 22. About seven, eight more to go. Yeah, yeah. And I think with all of the activity in the portal now, I think the likelihood of it being over. Remember a couple weeks ago, Silk, when you and I, even Nick kind of scoffed. He made a face. I'm going to pull it. When we said, I think that there's going to be about 25 people that leave the program. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that number is higher. Right. Um, I was a little worried at some point. I'm like, yeah, 25 is a little bit aggressive. You can but, add Jalen Lee to your list now too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah Jalen Lee. Uh, so 23. Uh, and I, I still think there's some more to go. I, I think that there's going to be some reactionary movement as well. If you feel like you're someplace at a depth chart, and two people come in, there might be some, some movement Absolutely. there. Um, I think you're going to see people certainly pull themselves out of the transfer portal as well. I think mm-hmm. it was Richard Johnson that wrote uh, an article, a uh, friend of the program writes for sports illustrated. I think he said over the last three years, um, some 51% of, of those that enter the transfer portal end up having a landing spot somewhere um, now I'm a little unclear what landing spot means. I don't know if that's another D1 program. I don't know if that means if they went to JUCO or if they went to FCS, what that might mean. But there's still a, a huge contingent of folks that don't find themselves uh, with a place to go. So certainly uh, the portal can both uh, spit you out as well as uh, get you to a place that you want to be. Um, so with that being said, Florida, with the loss of Jalen Kitna and Anthony Richardson, Florida finds it a position where they have Jaden Rashada, who is going to be uh, signing with the Gators out of California in a few weeks. Now you have Max Brown on the roster and you have Jack Miller as your scholarship uh, quarterbacks. Uh, And then you also have Kyle Ingalls, who is the walk-on quarterback Uh, right now. uh, Give me your guys thoughts on uh, the quarterback position. Any names uh, that you guys are, are hearing any names that you want to, Fans to look out for any names that get you excited uh, out there in the uh, the quarterback world. Uh, a name in forty eight hours. Say what? 
there's a 2024 quarterback. It's oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to talk about recruiting towards the end. I think it's tomorrow, recruiting portal. Weekend. That's, That's what I thought. Yeah, too. well, I think that I think Florida is going to get a quarterback, uh, a commit before a portal commit. Yeah, no, I, to, I totally agree. I think that Florida is going to probably get at least a quarterback kit, commit that will not cross paths with the one that's going to commit on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it, just judging on the message board and social media, wildly split among, that's the, your first among, mistake. among the fan base. Um, but I think Grayson McCall is a kid to look for. He is a uh, Coastal Carolina's Coastal Carolina. quarterback. Um I mean, there's there's a ton of quarterbacks in in. I like in Reed. I like Austin, Austin Reed. Reed. I'm an Austin Reed fan. I don't know where we at. I don't know if we offering him. I don't know any of that. I do like McCall. Mm-hmm. I like Austin Reed. Uh, I like uh, Hart. Yeah, let's. I don't know where he's uh, at with it. But go, you go down the list. I like Slovis yeah. from Pittsburgh. It's a lot of guys that I do like. Man, I don't think none of these guys are perfect. Or, or, or is the complete answer for us to go beat Georgia and win a national championship and nothing like that. But um, there's a lot of potential and a lot of talent in, in the portal for sure and a lot of production. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Silk, I didn't mean to interrupt you, just so people right. are aware. Austin Reed is with uh, Western Kentucky right now. He transferred there after playing at West Florida, University of West Florida, where he led his team uh, to a Division II national championship. Um he is, let's see, he was the first player at West Florida to, uh, to sign a name, image, and likeness deal. How about that? Uh, had a big season uh, at Kentucky, uh, Western Kentucky uh, at one point uh, late in the season, ranked uh, second in the nation with almost 4,000 uh, passing yards. Uh, obviously a guy that uh, is, is big out there. I think Mark Long, everybody's favorite beat writer, uh, connected Austin Reed uh, to, uh, to Florida, originally from uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, played at Southern Illinois, then West Florida, then Western Kentucky. Uh, so he's going to go to four colleges uh, during his college time. So that's a, that's a heck of a thing to, to you know have to report to your your, uh, your job when they're sending transcript requests out. Uh, let's see other names out there. Silk, you, uh, he's got, you he's got Dan Mullins travel agent. I'm telling you what, um, Grayson McCall from coastal Carolina is a big name. Uh, DJ Ua Ungalalele, I believe is how you say it from Clemson announced that he will be, uh, entering the, uh, the portal. Uh, he's a, a former five-star, uh, and has been supplanted by, uh, by the freshman quarterback there at Clemson, uh, Nick Evers. You will, on DJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people are in no on DJ. I think that, you know, for him uh, probably heading back over to the West coast makes a, uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, name. I don't think that there's going to be any connection at all to university of Florida. Uh, Nick Evers has announced uh, along with his mother, uh, will be entering the uh, transfer portal as well from Oklahoma. Um, Phil Jerkovic from Boston College uh, was a name that I know was floated around a little bit as well. Um, he has committed to Pitt. Uh, Kedon Slovis, Nick, or uh, Silk, you mentioned him from Pitt, uh, is looking for another home. He was at USC uh, before his time at Pitt. Uh, Graham Mertz uh, from Wisconsin is a name people have mentioned. And I feel like I might be. Oh, Devin Leary from North Carolina State uh, is another name. Uh, there's a lot of discussion about Drake May. There's a discussion about Sam Hartman. Uh, all of their names are still not entered into the portal. Uh, so they are all certainly um, 
pipe dreams at best uh, at current. So a lot of huge names. Hudson Card from Texas is his name in. Um, I mean, this is this is nuts. I mean, this is a who's who of of quarterback names. Yeah, uh, we, the big big name wise, uh, who do you have? Jeff Sims is in there from Georgia Tech. He's I think he's similar to DJ. Um, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to like. I'm not totally against DJ because one of these players could end up being like Hendon Hooker, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Hendon Hooker didn't look as good as he did until he got to Tennessee. Um, the potential was there, but, you know, once uh, Hypo and those guys got their hands on them, you could see uh, the skill set and, and the play get better. So uh, mm -hmm. Billy could absolutely make one of these guys better. Um, so I don't want to completely say that DJ is just a terrible quarterback. I just don't like what I've seen. Um, Jeff Sims, similar mode, don't like what I've seen, but he has some raw tools that, uh, some coaches may like, just not, not not what I want. I want a more proven, accurate guy um, to come in and, and just stop gap fill a season for uh, Rashada and those guys to, to, to develop a little bit. Um, what do you think about Hudson Carr, like just skill set wise, Nick? Like, what, what do you think about him? Um, I like I like that they they ran a lot of RPO mm -hmm. um, there at Texas. I think there'll be familiarity with with what Billy wants to do here. Um, he just kind of had a tough road there with Sam Ellinger. That was always going to be the guy at Texas. Um, and then you get Quinn Ewers coming in. Um, I like Hudson card. Um, I, I would take him um, just from the experience he has in not, I mean, obviously he doesn't have a ton of playing experience, but the experience he has in a similar offense. Um, also with, with like a transfer portal quarterback right now, like I don't think Florida Obviously, with with the losing two of the quarterbacks, you, you need to get a transfer portal quarterback. I thought with AR, I planning on AR leaving. I thought you needed one anyway. Mm -hmm. But like, Jaden Rashad is not going to be ready in twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three. Um, you need a transfer transfer portal quarterback to play one to two years. So you're not looking for, you know, the next person to build your program around. You need someone to come in. Um, and, and just not exist, but you need someone to come in and just run the program. You're not going to find, you know, I don't, I don't know that you're going to find a head and hooker. I don't know that Florida's roster uh, as it currently stands is, is even going to be competitive in the SEC East next year against Georgia. So you're not looking for, you know, a, a quarterback that's going to win you a national championship. You need someone to come in that can run the offense. And I think uh, a Hudson Carr could do that. Yeah, definitely a lot of names out there. I mean, I don't know what Florida necessarily is going to do. I don't know. Uh, you know, Jack Miller is certainly a, a guy that there's still a lot of question marks about at Florida. You know, if Florida is able to secure two quarterbacks, somebody that can start next year and then maybe somebody that, you know, can fight with Jaden Rashada after, you know, Jaden, you know, Rashada's first year um, and maybe is towards the the higher end of that class, you know, a junior, senior, you know, when Jaden Rashada's there and then, you know, getting a guy like DJ Lagway in, create yourself a funnel. Um, but if not, you know, Florida's going to have to put themselves in a position where they go from likely a quarterback for a season to then having Jade Rashada start as a, as a redshirt freshman, um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, you want a little bit more depth than that. But uh, do you think that there's a chance Florida could go after two quarterbacks in that case? I think we need two quarterbacks, you yeah. know. Uh, maybe we could separate them and find somebody in different classes. But, yeah, I think we absolutely do need two quarterbacks. Uh, right now, the, the room has just been shaking up in a crazy way and, I, and just bringing in, I think, Marcus Stokes. 
or rather replace somebody in the, in the portal than, than than actually on the recruiting trail right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, it, I don't want to get another high school recruit. I want to get a portal guy. Yeah. I, well, I don't even know that. <laughs> as you see today, I don't even know that getting a high school kid is a a commitment or a roadblock because uh, you know you get the portal opens up and you got a thousand kids in there. You know, within within ten hours. Um, but I agree with you. I think I think you. I don't want to call it a stopgap. And then, and then I even I'll go back on what I just said. Like Florida's roster is going to be completely different next year. Um, I love it. Um, and, and that's just like that. That that's just a sign of the times. Like there's like some I think some casual fans right now that are like, "This is wild." Billy's six and six gets paid seven million dollars a year, and everyone's leaving. And like, look around. Everyone's leaving everywhere. They got a tweet out there. The starting SEC quarterbacks coming back. Will Rogers, KJ Jefferson, Jackson Dart, Robbie Ashford, uh, Connie Week, Connor Weigman, Brady Cook, and AJ Swan right now. Still waiting on decisions from Spencer Rattler and Jaden Daniels. Where's, where's Spencer Rattler going? There's a lot My of mid. green screen fell down. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew that was going to happen. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Oklahoma State's quarterback just entered the transfer portal as well. That's a pass. Uh, yeah, pass on him. I'm looking through this list to see if there's any other names. You're going to start to see, you know, some of these guys make decisions here soon. Um, Cade McNamara. Uh, we do want to issue an apology for those that wanted to correct oh us good. <laughs> during the yeah, show. Good. We were wrong on Michigan's quarterback not being Cade McNamara during the game against Ohio State. We got probably no less than 15 tweets, a number of comments. Um, if only you had spent the time to write that comment back you would have seen us corrected in the show. We apologize for that fact error. All three of us were wrong, and we will work. All three of us. Sure that we don't. I wasn't wrong. I was confused. I'm like, why would he be transferred? Well, same, but so let's just blame it all on Nick. I was wrong. It's all on Nick. I was wrong. Bro, like people just paused it, paused the show, and then fired off a tweet because it was corrected like 10 minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. even. Not even. So we apologize. That's what I replied. I told you about Just keep listening, bro. Just keep listening. Just keep listening. All right. So uh, quarterback's obviously going to be one uh, that we're going to look out for. We'll obviously I got to check in with morning. Denny. Denny worked with Austin Reed. That's, that, I want to see. I know he sent out some tweets. Uh, Andy Staple. A lot of mm -hmm. people around Gator Nation put out some tweets uh, when, when he announced. So I uh, do want to get the feedback and the buzz and see what's going on with him. Uh, a lot of winning, a lot of production, uh, a lot of nasty throws, man. Um, you just want winners. You want people with that type of uh, culture already embedded in them, you know. Um, so I think that would be a good stopgap guy if we could get Austin Reed. Um, all those other guys have some skills, but the winning's not there. Right, right. Uh, looking through here at the running back position, do you guys think that Florida goes after a running back in this class? Obviously, you return Trevor Etienne and you return Montreal Johnson, both as sophomores and juniors, respectively. You are bringing in uh, Trayon Webb. Florida is trying to get one more running back. Do you think that Florida is going to try to kick the tires and get a uh, another running back in this class? Yeah. Uh in this class, I would like get a young boy. Um, I know they're out there, Mark Fletcher, in the recruiting process. Mm -hmm. uh, in the portal, it's going to be tough getting uh, a veteran guy to come play behind these two monsters that we mm -hmm. got with Montrell Johnson and um, Trevor Etienne. So 
Uh, I think we got to go out of the recruiting class, in my opinion, for a running back. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out because I know Fletcher's down to us in Miami. And then looking to see if there's anybody else. Uh, you know, Florida is currently uh, – their, their tight end room probably desperately needs some help. I can see Florida going after uh, some tight end um, help, some names that you might be familiar with. A couple of Michigan uh, tight ends have announced, Lewis Hansen and Eric All. Uh, looking for some other names here. Austin, Austin Stogner from South Carolina. Um, let's see. There's some some decent size or some decent names here. Um, There's a kid from Princeton the- I saw. I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, but he's like 6'7", 265. Um, two years of eligibility left. All right, so we'll look out for the Princeton guy. I know Florida is after Kyle Marlock, uh, the uh, transfer from Shorter University. Silk, I think that you said that there was some connection between the Marlock family and the University of Florida. Uh, I know Kyle Marlock is highly coveted. I don't believe that Florida has officially offered yet. Nick, you can correct me. Uh, and I know that he's taken a visit to Florida State as well. Um, but uh, any any tight end thoughts? Uh, yeah. I like Murlock a lot. I don't know mm-hmm. what we're waiting on to offer. Um, we need to offer about 10 tight ends. So I don't know why, why we hesitating with giving him an official offer because the whole room is crazy. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, do love Murlock's 6'4", 245-pound guy that put up a lot of production. Um, there's some – some. this is just me reading message boards and on the Twitter streets. Um, but there's some, some, some smoke out there about his family being Gator fans. I think he's originally from Georgia. Um, so that'll bring him back to this area. Florida State has offered, like you mm-hmm. said, he's been on their campus. Uh, I think our staff went to go see him this past weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know the uh, the message boards have all of the Florida Gators airplanes being tracked right now. Love it. Uh, all over the place. Uh, there is a name that I did forget to mention, and I know the internet will get mad. Uh, Michael Pratt, the quarterback for Tulane, is also somebody that uh, – is, is highly coveted amongst the Gator fans. Don't know uh, what the likelihood of putting himself in the portal to lane. Obviously had a great year uh, and um, uh, would be a serviceable quarterback, a guy that visited Florida back when he was in high school. Uh, Silk, you mentioned Denny Thompson uh, is um, Reed's quarterback coach or was his quarterback coach. Uh, started for a year for St. Augustine high school. West Florida was his only option coming out. Uh, did well there, obviously. And then did, uh, did well at Western Kentucky. Um, obviously, a lot of need in the tight end room. Uh, I think the Gators are probably pretty set unless they're able to nab one or two big guys out of the transfer portal on the offensive line. But our friend uh, Black Pine Lab said the SEC is one in the trenches. Uh, yes, that is, of course, a very famous quote by Abraham Lincoln. Um, so I appreciate that, Black Pine. Um, on defense, where do you see the Gators going after? Obviously, linebacker is probably the biggest area of opportunity uh, out there. D-tackle, baby. And D-tackle. Uh, a little bit of everything on defense. I wouldn't mind seeing us sprinkle a little bit on each level. Uh, trenches, linebacker, defensive back. I think all three levels need to be uh, tweaked and fixed. Uh, Corey Carrier, I don't think we mentioned him in the, in the exit. Yeah, uh, we just mentioned his name. We didn't um, yeah. dive into it. Yeah, my bad. So that that uh, was kind of expected as well. But the safety position, there's a lot of. Uh, I think we need some veteran help in that in that position. I think cornerback will be okay, uh, especially with Kimber and 
and Devin Moore coming back. So I think we're okay with corner. But I wouldn't mind seeing us going out to another safety or, or two in the portal. Yeah, going to take a look at uh, some of the guys that are in the transfer portal at the safety and linebacker position. I think I mentioned it last week. I think Florida needs help everywhere. Linebacker, they're certainly very thin. Not recruiting well at linebacker right now either. Definitely going to be very short on talent. I think you almost have to go get at least two uh, linebackers that are there. Um, one name that I do think would be interesting to mention, I'm going to go back to wide receiver real quick just because I pulled it up. Uh, Zach Levitt, who is at Missouri, um, had a good year for Missouri this year, I think was their leading receiver, receiver, pardon me, originally from Rockledge, Florida. That could be a guy that Florida goes after. Um, but from the safety perspective, there's some, some names out there of, you know, some relatively highly regarded guys coming out of high school again, you know, just because they did well in, in high school and they were highly regarded does not mean that it's transferred, you know, very well. Um, you know, Justin Flo uh, from Oregon is a guy that I think is, would embodies that, you know, former five-star guy. Uh, I think he was what a number one or, or definitely a top 10 guy in his class uh, goes to Oregon, gets processed out. Um, probably not a guy that's going to have a, a huge significant impact here. Um, you know, but certainly there's a lot of names out there and, and, and Florida's going to desperately need some help uh, at all sides. But, but I do think Silk, you mentioned defensive tackle and linebacker are probably the biggest areas of opportunity, you know, for the Gators to improve, especially because it doesn't seem like they are, um, improving right now uh in the uh in the the recruiting side of things already uh what do you what are you guys opinion about seeing justin flo oregon former mm -hmm. five-star highly touted guy enter enter the portal as well mm -hmm. uh, i think we need more production i know people are going crazy because of the stars people get excited about that type of stuff uh but i think we need more production at the position not not I mean, we could use talent of course but uh, our, our linebacker room is so abysmal and, and just lacking a lot of leadership with Ventrell leaving mm -hmm. um, a lot of per linebackers. We just don't have any. So I think we need to get a, get a guy that's already productive in the college level that's looking to, you know, um, bolster his draft stock a little bit by, by leveling up and coming to the SEC. So hopefully we can find that type of guy or two in the portal for the linebacker room. But I don't think we need any projects or, or deaf guys. We're looking for starters right now at, at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at some names here, Nick. You have any thoughts there? Um, yeah, I, th I I agree with so. I think you're looking for a, um, I think you're looking for a, a guy that can come in right away. Right now, I think Derek Wingo will be your starting linebacker next year. Mm -hmm. um, so you're looking for a guy that can that can step in right away um, and, and play. I, I haven't done a ton of research. I've been looking at quarterbacks. Um, I've been looking at. Um, uh, probably every position except running back. I think you're going to need an offensive lineman. You need a couple tight ends. Um, mm. You can use a bunch of help at receiver. Um, safety. <laughs> like, like if you look at Florida's roster, and, and I'm, I think Zach is working on a story of, like, what the depth, projected depth chart's going to be for the Las Vegas Bowl. Not um, great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like if you look at Florida's uh, roster, and, and there's probably a lot of teams that are like this because I mean, there's a there's gonna be thousands of kids in the in the transfer portal who are gonna be fighting over hundreds of spots. Thousands of kids fighting listen, over hundreds of spots. Do you think because of everything going on? I know there's a lot of money involved. These bowl games are gonna be absolutely meaningless here soon. I mean, they yeah, already kind of are. Sure. 
But once you have a 12 team playoff, right? I mean, Florida's going to be completely ravaged. Um, Oklahoma is going to be completely ravaged. I mean, you have so many schools where there's going to be so many transfers. You have schools with new coaches, old coaches. I mean, you have the, the new head coach of Cincinnati playing his old team, the Louisville, in the pinstripe bowl. I mean, you just have so many things that are happening. You have money out there. You have the transfer report. You have all of these things. I just don't know if the future of college football includes bowl games the way that, that we've seen them for the last few decades. Yeah, bowl bowl season. I mean, post postseason exhibi- exhibition games is just not the vibes no more. Uh, we just had a kid, uh, the Ohio State receiver. He's been hurt, but he declared pro to miss out on a playoff game, let alone a bowl game. So, I like the twelve team idea and format. If if that's the thing going forward, uh, it includes teams like like this year uh, playoff would have been I think fire matchups, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, the year that we had Kyle Trask, Kyle Pigs, and, and, and Tony. I don't care what you say, bro. I know we we didn't end the season and we didn't beat some teams, but we got into some great shootouts. If that team plays anybody in the playoffs, we got an opportunity to beat anybody in the country that year. I don't care who it is. You run it back mm-hmm. with LSU or anybody else, uh, that team has an opportunity to make it to the final two. Uh, so I like it. Um, if you look over, I think they had a chart about how many teams who would have made the playoffs the most over the last like decade if that was still a thing. And Florida was like a top five team. Like us finishing top 12 – is isn't you know Muschamp did it, McElwain mm-hmm. did it, um, everybody's done it. Mullins done it. Like every mm-hmm. coach here has done that. So all those are years that we would have made the playoffs. Even the Muschamp team, uh, you look at the year that we ended up at the Sugar Bowl and getting waxed by Louisville. But that team was, if you put us in a meaningful game versus anybody mm-hmm. that year, like um, we could have ran down on absolutely anybody. So I like the twelve team format, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, and that was what Teddy Bridgewater's team. Yeah, that Louisville team. Um, yeah, and no, I just I, I don't know what the bowl season looks like. I know some people have said uh, make the bowl season for the next year as a preseason game just to get a, an unusual matchup. I don't know if we'll we'll ever see that. I, I just it, don't know. How's that I mean, a plus? I have no idea. So no, if you I'm don't just, make I'm a just, bowl game, you don't get a preseason game? Like, what does that even make sense? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just looking at what other writers and, and people have pontificated that, that's out there. I, I don't really know. I think that right now, you know, it makes very little sense for most of these guys to, uh, to, to play unless they are – you know, looking and, and trying to get that next opportunity, you know, to start. But if you're a, if you're a senior, if you're going to transfer, you're going to go early. I mean, you're going to probably lose, you know, at least 15%, if not more of your roster at, at most major programs. Uh, so I think that the quality of the game will be, it will be bad. I mean, I just don't think that what you see, you know, Florida won six and six. Florida was not a great team this year, but for the most part, they are pretty exciting to watch, right? They had a, a couple of close games, you know, could have very much been an eight and four, nine and three type of team. Florida that is playing just like the Florida that played UCF last year is not the same Florida that is going to play in this game or the Florida that played Oklahoma a few years ago. Uh, and nobody wants to watch a half-assed Florida team play a half-ass Oregon State game at 2.30 in the afternoon on a Saturday unless there's nothing else on TV, right? So I just don't know if I can continue to see this, especially with how many bowl games there are now. There's, what, 41 or so now? So I don't know. Well, it, uh, it, it, it's going to continue as long as it's making money. Well, no, of course. Um, I get that. But, but I – and then, and then here's the other thing. Like 
at the at this point of the year, Florida's six and six. You got the stink of Vanderbilt and a loss to FSU. Is anyone really looking forward to the Las Vegas Bowl? No, but like in June, you'd probably take this game. Um, and I think it's just like at the end of a long year, you're gonna get to, you're gonna get to situations where I, it'll be interesting. I, I just saw Brett Murphy tweet this: like, who's gonna be the first team to pull out of a bowl game? Just like, hey, we don't have enough. We don't have enough players. <laughs> Uh, um, we don't have enough players. We can't field a competitive roster because the guys that are in the transfer portal don't want to play in the game, tear an ACL, and then not have a landing place next year. Well, that's why you have all those walk-ons that Billy Napier wanted. He foresaw this, right? Uh, yeah, sure. He said, that's why I want to have 50 walk-ons because if I'm going to have 50 people transfer out after the end of the season. Well, it. Uh, I mean – it, it, I, I'm with, I'm with you though. I'm with you though. I, I don't want to yeah. complain about more football, but like, well, if it's shitty some, football, right? Some of these bowl games just stink. But right. I'm getting yeah, I mean, I know what, Yeah, no, I just don't know what it does for the product of the game, right? I mean, yeah, it's cool you to see Florida play Oregon State. It's our it, first time ever, but it, it's cool for the players. Like, you get a trip, you get a bunch of bowl gifts. That stuff is nice. Um, but like, you're not, you're not even like you're going to be, it's not even like that same team, not, not to give mm-hmm. Dan Mullen credit for what he said for the cotton bowl, but like, you're going to be out like, like 30 dudes that you've been practicing with, going to class with living with, like aren't even there in, in Las Vegas. Like they've pieced out lockers cleared, um, you know, not on the team plane. Uh, Scott Strickland, if you're listening to this, uh, I already booked my flight, but I've got insurance. If you got room on the team plane, I'm sure you do. Uh, that would get me in and out of Vegas quicker. Yeah, me too, man. If y'all need a podcast, just to, to journalize this thing a little bit for you, man. I'm definitely free. You know, <laughs> yeah, if, if we can, I, I've got some up. travel plans that day. But if if you can arrange that, Nick, I can I can move those around for move sure. Move things around. Yeah. When, when y'all when y'all follow the plane tracker and y'all see that joint landing Palm Beach, they coming to get your boy. <laughs> I think the NCAA trying to figure out, or they're gonna have to figure out, like. There's a lot of nuances here, right, that affects the bowl game. I think uh, the portal, uh, that's going to affect players showing up to it. And, and, and if you're opening the portal in the middle of bowl season, I don't know what they expect. You know, I think from an organization, organization standpoint, they got to figure uh, some of this out because none of it's uh, suited for that this whole bowl season thing. They either got to mm-hmm. scrap it and do something different, but having the portal open and – all these decisions be made, and coaches haven't even started exiting yet, right? Um, we we thinking about the portals, hit, the kids in the portal, but the, the coaches about to hit the portal here soon. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to so see that a little more bit, chaos. right? A little bit, yeah. Um, shout yeah, out to I mean, Satterfield. He left Louisville in the middle of the night, pretty much. Woke yep. up this morning. <laughs> he's the coach. He got himself. At, at he got an, He got an extension that Louisville probably wouldn't have given him, right? Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Uh, but um, you mean you saw Louisville's Luke Fickle leave Cincinnati? Yep. So yeah. Luke Fickle leaves Cincinnati, goes to Wisconsin. Satterfield goes to Cincinnati. You saw Deion Sanders, and we can talk a little bit about Deion. He leaves JSU to go to Colorado. Uh, what other names? You have Jamie Chadwell from uh, Coastal Carolina, head up to Liberty. Uh, and I can say this now. Uh, Dan Mullen was uh, was heavily involved in discussions with uh, Liberty University. At one point, it looked very, very close for Dan Mullen to actually be Liberty's new head coach. Uh, some things fell apart there at the end. Uh, what other coaching um, moves have we seen thus far? Tennessee's offensive coordinator is heading down to USF. 
Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I remember you told me you told me about Dan, and I was like, "There's no way his ego lets him go to Liberty." Maybe yeah. got that bag though. They be paying. They pay very well. I, I watched that. Uh, was it Hulu or Netflix documentary about oh, their follow? Yeah, wild stuff. Yeah, that, that's your list, Silk. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll follow the, the transfer portal. Obviously, a lot of names. Uh, another name, AJ Cornelius, uh, the, the offensive lineman out of Rhode, Rhode Island. Uh, I think he tested oh, yeah. out as FCS highest, second highest graded offensive tackle. Uh, just a huge name to, to follow. And I want to see how his recruitment plays out if he takes visits. Um, you know, if he gets the the, 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 the the red carpet treatment throughout the process, or do he just decides tomorrow? You know, that's always that's interesting because, like, that a kid like that, you know, like, let's say, like, Gervon Dexter would have hit the transfer portal instead mm-hmm. of going, um, to you know, to, to the NFL. Like, that's a kid that probably doesn't need to take visits, but if you're a kid right. that went to Rhode Island, like, and Florida, Alabama, Oklahoma, USC want to fly you out. Like, yeah, I'm taking those visits. Right. It's another uh, – the coldest Crawford is a receiver that hit the portal that that, that also got my yeah, eye on Nebraska. out of Nebraska. Um, I know he's Bro. a kid that's been around the block a few times, so he may have a he's ideal got a place. Knee injury. Um, he's got a knee injury, but that's NIL. He was still in high school, and he got a uh, NIL deal with SOS Cooling and Heating. Mm. Mama, mama didn't know what nil was, but she she gave her son an instant nil contract. And naming him the check Colton. still cashed. <laughs> Music to my ears, Dan. Mm. Let's see. Looking, Christian see. Leary is a big name from the high. Yeah, Christian Leary from that, Alabama. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just name wise, I think that's a big name to hit. It. I think we all wanted him out of high school. Um, just receiver. I think we need some receiver bodies uh, to to go alongside this uh, this loaded. Freshman class that's coming in. Um, a couple more. Just I know. I think Nick mentioned uh, Dominique Lovett in the past. Another SEC guy. Uh, he should be pretty coveted as well. Coming out of Mizzou, especially um, if if Pearsall leaves, then then that's a a a slot guy you can you can throw right in because Florida does not have a slot guy unless you're gonna you know, like unless you're counting on Eugene Wilson to enroll and play right away. No doubt. That's all I got from the portal, man. Mm-hmm. We'll see how all the play out. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of quarterback opportunities. I'm not, I'm not like, this is not three years ago when we brought in or more than three years ago at this point, when we brought in Luke Del Rio and mm. what's my man name? Austin uh, Appleby. Appleby, man. Like that was, but, that was uh, tough. Uh, Mason Halter. There's yeah, a, there's from a, there's Rhode a, Island, right? Is goodness. that where he was from? Fordham. No, he's from Fordham. 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 Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, well, Florida's after actually. a Rhode Island guy now. Yeah. 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 When, uh, what's, where's Fordham? The Bronx? New York City, man. Yeah, in the yeah. Bronx. We got Malik Zaire from the transfer portal back in the day. Mm-hmm. And those sleeves. Got them 19. Man, the lies I told about Malik Zaire. I was lying about Malik Zaire, bro. What such poverty in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> I was shamelessly on the internet hyped about (laughs) Zaire himself, bro. That's embarrassing stuff to look back. I'm going to go back and delete those tweets right now, man. Yeah, that's a good good look. You just never know. They might come back. Trying to think, who are some other uh, transfer names from the past? Mm. 
The only person that really yeah, hit was Mullen. John Grenard. Yeah, John yeah, Grenard obviously was really good. Justin Shorter obviously had a good career at Florida. Trayvon Grimes was decent. Trayvon Grimes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Trayvon Grimes, I got to take. Trayvon Grimes and Ennis remind, reminds me of each other a little bit. All right, then you can keep them. I'm just letting you know, bro. That's a great take. Uh, shout out to St. Thomas Aquinas. That is a great take. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of any other names that were bringing back old memories. But with that being said, while we're thinking of old memories of transfers, uh, Florida did have a couple of recruits on campus this weekend. Uh, as uh, as we talked about earlier on in the show, the Gators are still waiting on five-star quarterback DJ Lagway out of Texas, who is going to announce on December the 7th, where he is heading to college, a class of 2024, five-star quarterback uh, between Florida and USC, really depending on who you talk to or who you listen to. A lot of people are uh, excited in the Gators uh, camp about him. Certainly there's a reason for USC uh, fans to feel optimistically about the way that Lincoln Riley has developed quarterbacks during his coaching tenure as well. Uh, but certainly we will find out on Wednesday. Um, if you jump on the on three message boards, uh, they are frantic right now. Uh, <laughs> it's that, a USC, uh, USC Florida battle there. It is a USD Florida battle. Uh, Van Jefferson just, um, is a name just, that we forgot. And Van, was, yeah, Van, Van yes, I think Van, Van and John Gennard are the two best transfers Florida's had. Uh, we just offered. I think Osiris Torrance is the best transfer that Florida's had. Ah, I agree yeah. With Dan. yeah, I agree. Yeah, with top, very good. Top three. I agree with Dan. Um, mm. We just offered a, a transfer from Louisville, Caleb Banks, defensive line transfer. He just tweeted out that the University of Florida offered. So, on um, the trenches, need a lot of work. I, I want to know what. How you say his name? Tunmise, Tunmise, uh, uh, Tun Miche, I believe. Tun Miche. I would have never got that right. I, I think Connor idea. Clark uh, had to say it three or four times to me before I finally I appreciate said it. it. Uh, that's another guy I look out for in the trenches. But we need—I don't know if he's inside, outside. How they view him? But I think he's listed as an edge guy. Um, but another defensive line offer. Yeah, on just going back to recruiting here real quick. This past weekend, Florida had Desmond Ricks, uh, formerly of the class of 2024, uh, now the class of 2023, the number two cornerback in the country. Uh, right now, looks like he is, um, you know, looking closely, obviously, at Florida, looking very closely at LSU. Uh, have you guys heard of any update on the Desmond Ricks side of things? Look, uh, tricked out in his uh, vintage Florida Gators clothing. Uh, Hugh brought the Lambo back to town. Uh, but uh, any uh, <laughs> uh, on his visit, love yourself. No, I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah, love yourself is LSU till it till it isn't in my mind uh, with Desmond Ricks. But I heard he had a great visit this weekend. It looked fun, uh, a lot of photos. I think the media team at UF and those guys do a great job. But until it's not LSU, it's LSU for me personally. Mm. Uh, four-star uh, defensive lineman Jordan Hall uh, was on campus as well. Uh, he's looking at a number of in-state schools, looking at Georgia as well. Uh, you know, Jordan Hall said it, it's hard to not see himself at the University of Florida. 
Um, obviously a guy that Florida desperately needs. Uh, just for depth perspective, um, you know, I know some people are a little hit or miss on Jordan Hall and his uh, his senior film this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, Florida is, is desperately in need of, of talent at the defensive line position. Uh, and then four-star athlete Aaron Gates was on campus. Uh, he is also looking at Michigan. Uh, but, uh, you know, Gators get him back on uh, campus. Um, Nick, I do have a question about what would have been the December 16th, 17 visits. Uh, but next weekend, uh, the Gators have four-star linebacker, uh, defensive lineman, pardon me, John Walker coming onto campus. He's currently committed to UCF. Uh, quarterbacks, Jakeem Jackson and Sharif Denson are supposed to be on campus. A uh, four-star running back, Mark Fletcher, a uh, four-star uh, linebacker Jaden Robinson, defensive back Dijon Johnson, and three-star wide receiver Tyree Patterson are expected, as well as three-star offensive tackle Caden Jones, who right now, with what Florida needs at uh, the offensive line position, looks almost as a must-need there. Must get. Yeah, the um, yeah must get. Florida is another thing about having you know early bowl games. Now Florida is going to be in Las Vegas. Well, here, here's the thing. So Florida hasn't practiced yet. There's no way they're going to get all 15 practices in um, unless they're doing like three a days, which I'm, I don't think you can even do by the law, by the NCAA rule. Um, so you're not going to get 15 practices in. You're not practicing right now because the coaches are all over the country recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to be in Las Vegas on the last weekend that you could hold official visitors. So Florida is, trying to get everyone in um, the weekend before for their official visits, uh, but certainly not an ideal. We only got half the team, so they'll send half the staff out there, bro. Uh, Leave half of the staff here for visits. Yeah, that's a good point. They have, what, 65 analysts on rosters? Go send some of them out. 6,500. 6,500 analysts. So uh, send some of them out. I don't know what the rule book is. I don't know if that's legal or not, but – you know, ask questions later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys do what you want to do. <laughs> do what you want to do. Oh, Silk, um, thoughts on Dion? I know that the uh, group chat's been, <sighs> been active, but yeah. um, you don't have to You don't have to share. You can just yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm with on. it. No, I'm with it. Um, mixed feelings, right? Mm-hmm. I think Dion approached this whole situation with different energy than what he's leaving with. That's that's my overall take on it, right? I think when he approached this whole endeavor with HBCU, JSU, um, and, and a lot of the, the the talking points he had, um, whether it was sixty minutes, uh, I am athlete. It was even with uh, the, the conversation that that Travis Hunter was having. It was about you know changing the culture, you know, being able to go to HBCU and then take your talents to the NFL. And uh, him saying that uh, he thought that HBCUs could do the same exact thing. Um, so to see him leave after two years, uh, like personally, I'm, I'm all for, you know, elevating up your career and all that. But that just wasn't what was sold. And that wasn't that, that what, what I personally was following. You know, I was following this whole thing. I think the average fan, you see, like, the, 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 it's controversial. I think mm-hmm. most of the con- controversy is coming out of him leaving two years. Uh, Travis Hunter, a guy that was 17 in high school, risked his, his career. Uh, and his future in millions to go to try this endeavor of HBCU football, trying to go pro from there. Uh, I don't think Travis Hunter is even uh, All-American in, in the conference he's in, or he's all swag or something like that. I don't know if he's first team. 
I don't know if he's been developed. I look at him physically. I don't think he's gotten any bigger or stronger uh, since he's been on campus at JSU. So uh, there's a lot to, for me, like just a question overall, like those kids he brought in, are you going to take them to Colorado? The good ones? Yeah. But what does that do for JSU? You know, the, the change that he did bring to JSU is it sustainable. I don't think it is. Like how much change can you really make in two years? Uh, as far as attendance, JSU always had great attendance. They always had good fan involvement. Uh, the alumni always gave back. So they're, they're like FAMU a little bit. They always have some mm -hmm. support. They're not like Bethune or one of these programs that are struggling to get involvement. So I don't know how much substantial, sustainable change Dion brought. Uh, it looks like most of it was just self, you know, elevation, mm -hmm. you know, um, for people to say, oh, this guy he didn't have the resources. He knew that before he got the job. He knew that before he made uh, these these promises. And I think he went out of his way to be on I Am Athlete, 60 Minutes, to get his face on TV, um, to say these things as far as uh, him being able to compete with the Bamas of the world and get kids drafted first round. So for us not to see that, even when the kid followed him to Colorado, Travis Hunter is not about to go first round. Mm -hmm. You know, so you took the number one kid overall, and I think the story is still ongoing, but what happens with him, you know? Mm -hmm. That's my overall take. Not mad at him getting another job. Not mad at him. I mean, if it was Florida State, I think fans would have got it too. If it's Florida State or you come to USF to your roots, it's a little different than going to out in the mountains, a one-win team. It just looked like you left an HBCU for any old uh, public white institution is what they call mm -hmm. it. Do you um, – I, I saw part of the video He when he was talking to his team, he said, um, I think because it kind of – goes along with wanting to build the um, HBCUs. He said, now I'm doing it to advance black coaches and getting a power five job. Do you believe that? Or is that just what you convenient. see to a 17 year old kid because it's convenient. And now, you know, Hey, uh, 10 months after I got the number one kid to come here, I'm dipping. But he did, tell, he did tell Colorado that he's bringing his own baggage and it's Louie. Uh, so I imagine that uh, Travis Hunter is is that, that Louis bag he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just convenient for him to say, oh, yeah, no, nah, mm -hmm. it's about the coaching. That's not like you, you're changing the narrative, and which is cool. You know, like it's no no slight. Like we all have different opinion, opinions and, and still move on and not be about hate or, or anything crazy. But I just think the narrative changing. The narrative at, at, when this all started was about elevating HBCUs to the point where these kids – can like of our our own we can we can bring our own into a black university and then with our own these kids could go to the nfl you know and then that when, when these players leave leave hbcu and they go to the nfl of course they're bringing back nfl resources money and giving back to the university so you know the culture keep feeding itself a little bit that's not what we got you know um mm -hmm. jsu got abandoned in the middle of the night you know they got left holding a lot of beef you know, Dion made a lot of enemies uh, these right. two years and with other HBCU coaches, other programs. He put a target on JSU back. Um, I think JSU would be fine, but I don't think there's any change Dion brought that was substantial. I just thought it was just more mm -hmm. sustainable. I would sustainable, say sustainable. Yeah, I don't think any of it was sustainable. Yeah, the class sure. is gonna fall apart. Their roster is going to fall apart. They got to mm -hmm. go find coaches. They got to do all of this right now. Like, that whole mm -hmm. roster is going to be upside down. So, like, what what change did he really bring? Everything he brought there as far as, like, even the kid, you're taking them with you. Like, mm -hmm. it's just 
it's just nasty. It just comes off as nasty work for me, man, to have a kid risk his future or uh, to come play football for you, uh, for the culture, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what the kid was sold. Um, we could talk about the resources and money and all that um, for his staff and what he did. Well, what he sold to the kid was, hey, I could bring not just the one kid. A lot of those kids were entertaining him, taking visits. You sold a dream, um, and then you, you cut that dream short and say, hey, I got a different dream now. Let's go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. It just comes off a little nasty for me. But yeah. shout out to Dion. Now you got Dion, win games. Dion's about Dion, bro. bro that's, I think that's point blank, point blank period. And that's mm-hmm. fine if you lead with that. Don't lead with it. It's about the culture, and then it mm-hmm. turns to it. It's about me and my staff and us getting paid. You know, that's just changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Pine Labs want to want to thank him for his super chat donation. Silk, I get the mixed feelings for the culture. Part of the progress is wrestling with these kinds of emotions and actions. What you're feeling is exactly what lets progress take place. Keep on, keep it on. So appreciate that. Um, Black Pine Labs. Uh, and if you are Already. listening, please uh, hit the like button. It helps us from an algorithmic perspective. Uh, I am curious, um, you know, to, to watch the, the continue unfolding of, of Dion. I do think that there's, you know, some positives, hopefully, that he brought to the community uh, and to the culture of of uh, historically black schools. I know that there's been a number think, of hires. I'm going to cut you off, but I do think he's helped JSU in some fashion. I, from an HBCU standpoint, mm-hmm. like, it's just like it's like real changes that need to be made for it to be right. like real stuff, bro. And I don't think from a core level, it's for the disparities with mm-hmm. funds from the government, you know, the states, uh, disparities with federal funding. It's just a lot, lot, right. a lot of things. The corruptness too. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of things that's going on with HBCUs, and I, I don't think Dion affected that that part of it. Did he help no, no, JSU no. in some some ways? Yeah, he have JSU with popularity mm-hmm. amongst like pop culture and regular people, but JSU is already popping for Dion guy. That's gonna be popping when he leave. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that you sell are you uh, CJ and Larry did a really good episode of the roll up uh, a few months ago. Um, I think it was early on in the season or maybe late summer where you know, you know CJ who hosts the uh, uh, the roll up with uh, with Silk um, played at Bethune Cookman. Uh, obviously another historically black um, college or university. And, you know, he talked about some of the struggles that they have in Silk. I know that, you know, uh, you know, firsthand and, and through a lot of relationships that you have about a lot of the struggles that HBCUs have. Um, and, and hopefully for, um, you know, for them, there, there is continued involvement, continued enhancement and, you know, opportunity for these kids. I know that you, you guys were talking about uh, a lot with, you um, uh, funding uh, and student aid and, and how quickly uh, that gets dispersed out compared to other schools. So right. uh, really fascinating uh, podcast listen from a, a few months ago, um, you know, certainly for HBCUs, hopefully there's still, you know, a, a huge interest and opportunity for others that uh, maybe aren't as um, maybe self-motivated or whatever it might be uh, to continue to enhance and, and grow them. I know Eddie George is at Tennessee state. I know that there's some other programs that are starting to make some, some bigger hires and hopefully they can continue to do that and enhance them but uh silk certainly appreciate your commentary there my friend Dion smooth um, with it Dion, Dion, it's my last thing on it but Dion mm-hmm. even got the, the 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 average you know us from the culture that just go along with that spin as well like we were all happy when travis did that for black culture right they mm-hmm. oh this kid's risking it all to make some real change and then like we cheered that on and now that 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 don't mean nothing right you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and everybody's oh what would you do uh, me, I wouldn't have led with, I'm doing this for the culture. That's what I would have did. I would have led that, hey, 
I need an opportunity to maybe get to a power five level. HBCU provides that. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to a different level. But no, nah, you led with uh, emotions and, you know, selling the dream. Uh, and then all the fans just switched to, oh, yeah, we're going to cheer for Colorado. I'm not chilling for no damn Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have fun, Dion. Uh, let's get one final ad read. So you have song of the week. Uh, Nick, you have any other final thoughts before we uh, give a shout out to Alumni Hall? Um, no, we'll have a more of a preview for the Las Vegas Bowl um, next week. Yeah, um, a lot of research. And, um, it's going to be casinos, man. <laughs> it's going to be uh, the, all the odds are the same. Uh, I'll be on a blackjack table, a craps table. Um, they're, they're, all the odds are the same, but the betting amount limits to play is different. That's what you have to remember, Nick. I know that for you, money ain't a thing. But, <laughs> well, it ain't tricking if you, you know, got it, Dan. Yeah. You, go, you hang out on Fremont Street. Maybe you can get some 5 or $10 tables. You head over to Resorts World. Uh, you head over to the Bellagio. You're looking at, at $20 plus. The one time I went to Vegas – we stayed at the MGM and it was a Pacquiao fight. There was nothing under a $25 table. That sounds mm-hmm. about right. Right now, Florida is currently, do you guys, have you guys looked at the spread for this game? No, no, I didn't waste my time. Man. I love myself. No, I've also been loving myself. No, so do you guys want to take a guess? What do you guys think the spread is right now? Ten. Florida plus seven, Florida plus eight and a half. Florida eight and a half silk. You said F- Florida plus ten. Florida plus ten. The spread is Florida plus nine and a half right now. Ah, split the difference. So there, split so. the difference. Um, the over under is fifty two and a half uh, in this game. Um, crappy. All right, um, silk. <laughs> think about your song of the week. Let's give a final I'll shout tell you out. What. We won't yeah. worry about running the damn ball this time, fellas. Oh, we have no other opportunity. No other. Not, nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. All right, guys. Uh, let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at Alumni Hall. Go visit them at alumnihall.com or go visit them on Archer Road in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, they have a bunch of new sweaters. They've got a bunch of new Yeti polos, uh, men's and women's Nike uh, sweaters. They just got a new restock of their hoodies as well. They also have a bunch of new Yeti cups available to keep your mold wine hot chocolate coffee whatever it might be keep that warm uh, a lot of online exclusives uh, a lot of uh, ornaments knickknacks whatever it might be for the christmas and holiday time um go visit them again alumnihall.com or go visit them on archer road at uh right before uh right before chipotle and all that stuff right after mm-hmm. McAllister's and four rivers and right before Chipotle and Walgreens right there, right there on your, uh, what is that? North side, West side, whatever that might be. North side. If you're, if you're getting off North 75, side of it's on your left. If you're driving towards 75, it's on your right. Yeah. 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 But that's still a direction. And I believe that direction is West. You're West. You're West. I uh, know it's actually North. It's, it's North. Over the if you're traveling, man. if you're traveling East, it's uh it's North. So it's right there. Um, so give us the song of the week, my friend. Uh, I'll give y'all some morning energy, part of my, my morning playlist, man. Absolute do better. Some caffeine for you in the morning time. If you're listening to this in the morning, uh, it should be a little red bull to the soul. Oh, what, what is it again? Absolute 
do better. Do better. Perfect. I'm looking forward to hearing it for the first time. Uh, Silk, Nick, it's an absolute pleasure to see you guys at the same corner, same time next week. Same corner, same time. I'm going to fix my green screen, fellas. I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Go do Went that. from the locker room to my to my man cave. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go study the uh, the Beavers of uh, Oregon State, and uh, I like studying Beavers. Beavers, beavers. beavers. Yeah, beavers, beavers for sure. Beavers. Go study the Oregon Beavers. All right, boys. See Already, see man. Next week. Hold it down. They always my dreams. The green twins with your eyes. Said I gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta pick up the pieces and master the puzzle upon us Put the man in the mirror in the eye and be honest Slow down time, get back in line with my chakras Reach for the galaxy Leave stardust for thus after me Enter the void, fill in the cavity Risk the reward if that's how it has to be I gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta do everything in my power To try to do what gotta do Ride the tide, don't fight with the current that guided you Melt the ice, round the furnace burning inside of you I gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta do better There's nothing they can do that I can't do better Better yet, there's nothing I can do that I can't do better Yeah, I'm better I said I'm better I gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta, gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta, gotta do better, gotta do better today Gotta do better before it's too late Shade stuck to my face, hoodie glued to my head Hiding from the same world that made me who I am Deep rest, can't even get out of bed too blessed to be so stressed I do all this shit just to say get off my deck Mixed emotions prohibit my focus This what you wanted, what's wrong with you? You don't make sense Feel like I could flip at any moment Face is playing and it's fucking with me Doing drugs was just a war with boredom But it's sure to get me, Lord forgive me Amen Wear the crown of thorns for sport I'm just waiting for a stone to hit me uh, relationship on the rocks, my family y'all concerned My homie still on the block, getting it off the curb I'm stricken by survivor's guilt, I'm getting it off of words Word Come on, Herb, you gotta do better I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta, gotta do better I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta, gotta do better Gotta do better today Gotta do better before it's too late.
dreams The green twins with you